2500 a week. But, but people so, like real, I'm, and that's why they like it. Is that like what they, they like? They love real. Oh, because everybody's real then, so don't trip. No, no, tip, they like Wherever Tiffany Wherever you Haddish at, under the sound of my voice, real. do you have a real co-worker? <laughs> right. Do you have a ratchet friend? Do you have <laughs> right. a sister? Do you have a cousin? Do you have a nephew? Do you have a niece? Is they so ghetto? When did that become marketable? Knock it off. They like her because she want to sleep with a white man. That's why the only thing she said was, I want to give it to Brad Pitt. Cause you mad you didn't get to get into school, my pussy wet. Don't worry about it. Cause you mad you didn't get to get into school, my pussy wet. Don't worry about it. Cause you mad you didn't get to get into school, my pussy wet. Don't worry about it. Haddish shared several interesting stories, including the time she was sure she had a shot with the Late Show host Stephen Colbert. She says, "I was like." Oh, he's into me. Maybe I'm going to date him. Near the end of the interview, when I saw that ring on his finger, I don't know if you could see my whole body language change, but it did. We did a reenactment of Friends, and, you know, any chance that I get to play a white woman, I am there. And see, I'm a white woman on paper. I've been a white woman for the last, like, five, ten years now. Wait, like, girl, this is your chance. What do you mean this is my chance? Obama said it's time for change. You can be whatever you want to be today. And I was like, you right, I can be whatever I want to be. And I looked at him and I said, I'm Caucasian. Life has been really awesome. I've been booking all these TV show roles because of affirmative action. They need white women to play black women, so that's me. <laughs> I took a shower and I started writing out my list. And I wrote that, you know, I want to get my own place one day, work with Jada Pinkett Smith, have my own stand-up comedy set special, sit across from you one day and you googly-eye me like, yes. <laughs> I also wrote on that list, I also wrote that, yes. I also wrote that, you know, Brad Pitt will start asking me to dinner all the time where it's, it's so much where I'll just like, look, Brad, I'm busy, I can't. Also, I wrote on there that I want to get pregnant by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, what a joy just to sit next to you. Well, you know, it's even more of a joy if you get to know me, baby. You met Leonardo but, DiCaprio. Was that a recent meeting that you had? Yeah. And um, I first met Kevin, when, when me and Kevin met and stuff, he told me to make this list of Kevin those. Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart, yes. He told me to make a list. So Leonardo was on that list, okay? Oh. So, um, and that was the, it was to get pregnant by him. So when I met him, <laughs> so when I saw him, I was like, got to work on the ghost. <laughs> so, so I saw him and I walked up to him and I was like, hi, Leonardo. My name is Tiffany Haddish. And I think that you were such a talented person. He's like, thank you. I think you have, you're really funny. I saw you with Chris Rock and all that. I was like, oh, thank you, thank you. So I just want to tell you something. He's like, what? I was like, uh, I want to hit. He's like, what? I said, I want to hit that. I ain't talking about drugs. He started laughing, and then he started going into, you know, he's like, oh, I work with these kids for two weeks, and then, you know, working with Johnny Depp was such an experience. Blah, blah, blah. He was talking, I was like, blah, blah, blah. okay, anyway, when am I going to get to him? That's what I want to know. Is and the offer still out there? The or offer is, it... is out there. He didn't take me up on it. I don't know if he thought I was playing, but I was dead he serious. He probably thought you were kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see your skills. Like, I want to be Thurgood Marshall, Martin Luther King. <laughs> Maybe he'd be Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Forget it, be Harriet Tubman. Show me where the real road is. Okay. All right, let's build and connect. It's Jay Dizzle, Netter Cat. Like I stand radio on Blog Talk, Unapologetic Talk on Anchor. And you may be watching this on YouTube. Now, before I even start, let me just make something clear. 
I did not do this out of malice for Tiffany Haddish or anyone else who may fall into these realms that may feel some kind of way or think something that this is uh, some type of agenda to slander. That's, that's not what this is. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you what actually inspired me to do this, to make this recording slash if you're watching it on video at YouTube and Etiquette channel. So I was, I was watching uh, Drunk History on Comedy Central and uh, you know I've heard some of these things that Cat Williams would say about Tiffany Haddish and other people that started echoing these same sentiments later and to tell you the truth I mean you know I, I think Tiffany Haddish is very talented um, beautiful um, gifted you know uh, the, her story is incredible inspiring and, you know, so so I don't have any hate towards her or any malice towards her at all. But I started noticing when I start seeing things and I seen a, a, a drunk history episode where she was a, she was the one that was, you know, if you ever seen the, the, the episode drunk history it's where people get drunk and they tell a segment of history for 20 minutes, half hour, whatever it is. So as I'm watching this and I'm just seeing like, wow, and, and, and I just keep seeing different things about her. And it's like she just keeps throwing the coochie specifically to white dudes which which yo I'm, I'm not one of those who i'm so uh i'm not an, i'm not like an anti-interracial relationship guy that goes out banging on people for having interracial relationships i ain't gonna front i didn't smash outside of my race you know what i'm saying i didn't smash spanish mommies snowflakes native chicks asians you know what i'm saying it is what it is i'm just gonna let you know it is what it is my dick didn't always discriminate when it was time to smash. Just didn't. And if some of y'all Negroes are honest, then you would have to probably say the same thing. So it's not one of those. But there's a difference between smashing someone outside the race and catering and cooning towards them. Especially when you're doing it for financial gain, but you're doing it publicly in front of everybody. We call that bed wench. We call that cooning, because that's pretty much what it is. So this is the same, I did a video yesterday, and I was saying, what would you be, if this was slave times, what would you be doing? So when I, I went into the Harriet Tubman, that's partly why this is the second half of this. So I went into the Harriet Tubman and some of the things that she's done, and I told you about her being a spy, and I told you about her being a nurse, and I told you about the political moves she made to allow black people to be able to get into the fight. And I, I said, basically, like, whatever you're doing now is probably what you would have been doing then. So if you're only in pursuit of money, even at the expense of your own people, then you would have been selling out your people back then. Now, when I speak about Tiffany Hash, I want to say this, and I want to say this about any celebrity that is currently cooning. It's unnecessary at this point. And a sister like Tiffany Haddish is so talented. She is so special. She is so gifted. She doesn't have to coon. See, when you have that much talent and that much of a gift, you're past the point where you would even have to coon. Even if you felt you may have to cater to get to that position, she's at a position right now. She doesn't have to do that. Let me give you an example. Dave Chappelle turned down $50 million, which I would never recommend anyone do, but I'm just saying his principles made him have to turn down that money. Now, even after being off of TV for over a decade, he was still hitting little club spots. You see, when you have the people, you gotta remember, most celebrities, especially black ones, are endorsed by black people first, and then they go to stardom, in most cases. 
So in other words, if we didn't validate them in the first place, other people wouldn't be checking for them as a way that they to enhance their career to make money. We validate these rappers before they blow up, these musical artists before they blow up, these actors before they blow up. So what I'm saying is, Dave Chappelle was able to turn down a deal that he didn't feel was 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 within his integrity or within his moral or ethics to accept got out of television for damn near 10 years and it don't matter if they blackball him or not because he still stayed relevant because he is so talented and because people still wanted him just because of that Dave Chappelle and he was still doing stuff in the clubs so that means that eventually Netflix was like yo man we can get some money out this dude Let's just give him a deal. That's why he ended up getting that money back and then some. That's because people still fuck with him. And even if they didn't do that, he could still go to any hood. And if they know that Dave Chappelle's going to be at that comedy club, it's going to be packed. He could still make a living. And this is pretty much how it is for any celebrity or any entertainer that keeps it real to the soil. They may not be on TV a lot, but they can still eat rather nicely. They can still do their thing independently this was what was trying to be expressed when sway was talking to kanye west he was telling kanye west yo you you don't need all these big corporations to sponsor your code you have enough money and namesake you could do it yourself and of course i'm sure other celebrities that understand the vision would have probably put up money on it so he didn't need these big corporations he could have did it independently which the plus to that is that number one you see whenever it's big corporations or executives record execs and all that that make your career they can break your career see they couldn't break master p's career they can't break jay-z's career at this point they couldn't break rap a lot records it's because they're independent they couldn't break a e40 because they were independent they're independent so even if they don't have if, even if they don't sell a million records well, hell, if they sell 100,000 streams within a year, that's still eating. If they sell albums out the trunk, that's still eating. If they're doing shows, even if they're smaller venues, they're still eating. They can still attain that millionaire status. They can still live very well. That's the point, independently. But when you make it only because you catered to these big-time executives and these big-time TV and directors when you cater to those guys the hollywood the jewish mafia that controls the the music industry then you have to continue to play ball or they'll cut you from eating they'll snatch that plate and there's nothing you can say or do about it so at the point where she's at a tiffany haddis she doesn't have to go that route she can keep it real to the soil she can keep it true without having to throw her pussy at every white dude that she's in front of because I know that she does that a lot I seen her do it on the Colbert on a what, late night with, Col with uh, Steve Colbert I seen her do it on this drunk history thing I just watched pretty much anytime I see a white dude interview her or where she's in the presence of white dudes on any kind of promos or marketing she's like always throwing the coochie at them and it's just like wow it's sickening that at some point it's just sickening because it's not just like, hey, uh, I'm a sister, but I happen to don't mind white dudes. It's like, cause she's making it a point to let them know they can smash. And that's disrespect to us. It is. It's disrespect that she goes out of her way to do that. Cause I don't see her act like that in front of black men. But like I said, if that's the personal choice, that's one thing. 
but it's not just that because it's being in junction to keeping her relevant and keeping her popping and keeping her working which is unnecessary and that is uh, that's bed winching that's like a, a slave back in the day who would throw coochie at massa because she thinks that he would treat her a little bit better but guess what out of all the slaves that were fucking master whether they were being raped or rather it was consensual in some cases it was more than we would like to admit they never freed them because of that so so to me that's just kind of fugazi and now i see the point that cat williams was trying to make but i do just want to say something and send a message and let it be known that at the point we're at right now 2019 almost the cooning is over it is not necessary to coon it's not if you truly have talent you see when we speak about casting couches you know um women that will and even men i guess in hollywood who will have sex with people to be able to get a role in a movie to be able to get a record deal to be able to get a spot on tv when you speak about these kind of things you're talking about subpar talent that that's the only way they can get on and that's why they typically their careers don't go anywhere and then 20 and 30 years they want to say that bill cosby raped them they want to say that this person raped them this person sexually assaulted them a lot of times that comes from people who willingly gave up the coochie for a position but then they couldn't really cut it in the industry they were trying to break into because if you actually have that talent which tiffany haddish does then you're past the point where you have to behave like that as a matter of fact all you're doing is lowering your value because what happens when all these white dudes run through you and they're sick of you what happens when you wake up and now you want to actually be on some real shit but everybody's a ram through you and now you want to try to act like you're on some conscious shit guess what they ain't hearing it and now they're gonna cut you. they're gonna break your plate they're gonna throw your plate off the table and tell you to go back to them and eat but it's gonna be too late so this isn't just towards tiffany hash this is towards anybody that coons this is like a kanye this is like a anybody who doesn't understand that we're past cooning you can't coon your way to the top you can coon your way to the middle you can coon your way to being comfortable but you know that in this industry that we call hollywood or the music industry or even in sports you know they try to break you before you leave because they're not teaching you financial responsibility and you got so many people in your pockets because you're relying on managers you're relying on agents who's all taking a piece you're relying on accountants that not really teaching you how to save and invest your money so that's why a lot of these people they end up being broke by the end of their careers not being able to pass that wealth down so at this point it's past the cooning we don't need the buck dance y'all don't need to be buck dancing you can get the support from your people when you're at that level you can keep it real you can make them play by your rules when you get to that level because they know that they need you because they want to make money this is how some of these actors like a denzel uh washington and some of these other cats this is how they're able to to, to, to maneuver we got some real cats that be in that acting and that be in that music and that be in, in, in the in the entertainment world there's some real brothers and sisters that move in that entertainment world and the reason they're able to do that is because they they know their value they know their worth and they might not get as many roles but they know because of their talent and because they're gonna pull people wherever stadium whatever movie they're in they know that they're gonna draw an audience so they can turn down certain roles 
They can say, I ain't doing it unless this, this, that. I'm not putting on a dress on this, this, and that. No, I'm not going to play the prostitute role. No, I'm not just going to keep playing the drug dealer role. I'm not going to whoop the whoop. They can do that because they understand their value and because they have actual value because people love, love what they do and will support what they do. But when they sell you that, we made you shit, then you're going to do whatever you want to do. That's the difference between being a slave and being free. All right, so this is from National Geographic. It's called Harriet the Spy. How Tubman helped the Union Army. To tell you the truth, I did not read this. I just kind of skimmed through to make sure it had the elements that I wanted in it. If you've ever heard me speak on Harriet Tubman, you probably heard some of these things, but I did learn some new things uh, from something I was studying earlier. So hopefully this is in there. Um, and I also noticed just for, for your record, if you ever Google Harriet the Spy, you'll notice that some movie and some book with some white chick will show up. Um, I'm pretty sure it's inspired by this. Now, let's just go ahead and, and get it moving. All right, so most people know her as a former slave that freed others during the Civil War. Harriet Tubman was also a secret spy and military leader. The first woman and first black woman to ever do a campaign in the army, by the way. So that's Harriet. Now, they never show her younger pictures. Now, fact, Harriet Tubman was only about five feet tall. You know what I'm saying? This was a, a pretty small woman. So uh, abolitionist and union spy Harriet Tubman will replace President Andrew Jackson on the US $20 bill with a new design to be unveiled in 2020. Now, let me just speak on that real quick. It was interesting to me that I noticed a lot of people when the, the news first came out that Harriet Tubman was gonna be on a $20 bill. A lot of you Negroes were actually upset and said that Harriet Tubman wouldn't want to be on there. She'd be rolling in her grave to know this and it's disrespectful and all this kind of stuff. Which is very interesting to me because I would think that would be a high honor and a sign of the times shifting and things coming into our favor as we continue to say it's supposed to happen. So imagine they're taking Andrew Jackson, they're not actually taking him off, but they're taking him off the front now imagine they're taking him, a slave owner, off the front of a $20 bill to put an ex-slave who freed herself and freed thousands of others on. They're putting her in the realms of in God we trust and y'all Negroes are mad about it? That don't make sense. They're taking Andrew Jackson, who led at least three campaigns against black people, yes, those Seminoles in Florida, the yes, the Gullah Geechee, or the Geechee, yes, black people, that he went up against three times and failed every time as he tried to slaughter our people who wanted freedom and natives who wanted people, or freedom, excuse me, and who owned slaves and who was part of the campaign to make sure, our, or try to make sure our people never knew about the Haitian revolution that was successful because he didn't want us to get any ideas. He didn't want us to start trying to go down to Haiti. He didn't want that connection to be made. But y'all would rather continue to see him. Y'all want to see your slave master on the dollar bill, but you don't want to see your own people. See, when I was in Jamaica, one thing that I loved is when I looked at that money, I seen Marcus Garvey on the dollar. And I believe when I was in Jamaica, I didn't even know who Marcus Garvey was. But I seen a black man on that on the dollar on the money, and that gave me a, a certain kind of feelings I've never seen that before. So, 
that's just an interesting point I wanted to make. But anyhow, in 1863, Harriet Tubman led soldiers with Colonel James Montgomery to raid rice plantations along the Combanche River in South Carolina. They set fires to buildings, destroyed bridges, and freed many of the slaves on the plantation. When slaves saw Tubman's ships with black Union soldiers on board, they ran towards them as their overseers hope helplessly demanded that they stay. One overseer reportedly yelled, see you in Cuba. At the time, Confederates were trying to spread a rumor that the Union would ship runaway slaves to Cuba to work on sugar plantations. Tubman, who will... Well, Tubman, who will replace Andrew Jackson on the front of the $20 bill, is most known to Americans for leading hundreds of slaves to freedom on the Underground Railroad, but she also played a crucial and pioneering role in the Civil War. In addition to being the first woman in history to lead a military expedition, Tubman, whom John Brown called General Tubman, was a Union Army spy and recruiter. She was also a nurse. She was one of the great heroines of the Civil War, says Thomas B. Allen, author of Harriet Tubman, Secret Agent. But her recognition didn't come until years later after the war, to many years after the war. She didn't receive her pension until 1899. So the U.S. Treasury originally planned to replace Alexander Hennepin on the $10 bill, but changed plans following the movement to remove Jackson from the $20 bill. The use of former slaves as spies was a covert operation. President Abraham Lincoln didn't even tell the Secretary of War or the Secretary of Navy about it. The man in now let me just back up then because it was Harriet Tubman, I believe, soldier in the truth, and also Frederick Douglass and probably others who actually talked Abraham Lincoln into allowing Black Union soldiers, and obviously had to talk him into allowing her to do this covert mission. So like, just think about how badass that is for a minute. The man in charge of the secret spying ring was Secretary of State William Seward, who'd met Tubman when his house was on top of the Underground Railroad. Tubman and other former slaves were effective as spies because white Confederates devalued their intelligence. Whatever happened to the spooks that sat behind the door? We still got any of those? They lived their lives as invisible people, writes Allen in his book. The quality of invisibility, which Harriet Tubman knew so well, became the basis of her, of her using ex-slaves as spies for the Union. Venturing into Confederate territory, these spies would gather information from slaves about Confederate plans, Allen says. For instance, that slaves would tell spies where Confederate troops had dropped barrels filled with gunpowder into rivers and attacked Union boats. Information gained... Uh, gained from these spies became known as black dispatches. It was brave for any ex-slave to venture into Confederate territory. These people were not legally free. They were still fugitives under the law. And it was especially brave for Tubman to do so since she was well known as an abolitionist. Not to mention she had a price on her head. This was a woman with courage, says Claire Small, former history professor at Salisbury University in Maryland. And she wanted to be free. She wanted other people to be free. Otherwise, she would not have risked her life. So that's the difference between some of the stuff I'm talking about, man. Like, like some people, they don't want our people to be free. They don't want to now go. They don't want to go back. I remember when I was doing mentoring, and what one of the it was cool because one of what one of the youth said after uh, some of us that told our story about why we got into mentoring. What one of the youth actually said was, "So you guys are kind of like." Harriet Tubman because you guys got your freedom and, and figured out the system and, and got past it. Now you're coming back to free us. 
that, that was pretty warming actually that was pretty heartwarming all right so in this book alan tells the story of an 81 year old slave who ran towards tubman's boat when he saw them coming during her raid in 1863 for a moment the man wondered if he was too old to leave with the soldiers but only for a moment he later recounted writes alan that one was never too old to leave the land of bondage all right that's it so you know i just wanted to give harriet tubman her due and i just wanted to kind of show the contrast and uh just make my point like i said this wasn't inspired out of malice towards tiffany haddis or anybody else that may may fit that description but it was just really inspired by some of the stuff that I was just watching and I, when I had some downtime. And, you know, I just noticed that, you know, a lot of this clowning and cooling that keeps going on. And, you know, and then plus when I seen the little thing on Harriet Tubman, I was like, yo, let, let me just go ahead and do this little thing. But anyway, make sure you subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe and hit the bell. Uh, if you're listening to this anywhere else, make sure you do whatever kind of liking, whatever kind of sharing, whatever kind of following you can. You know, please, let's get this message out. Um, if nothing else, if you want to cut this up and just use the Harriet Tubman piece, let's just kind of let's just get this kind of information out. You know what I'm saying? So we can get our people abreast of what's going on, because as we know, it's a lot easier to get those numbers when all you're doing is banging against your own people, when all you're doing is cooning and clowning, when all you're doing is gossiping about what Cardi B's doing and what this and that one's doing. But this is the kind of information that I do. That way it's archived and we could use these for the records, you know what I'm saying, for generations to learn from. And that's what it is. It's Jay Dizzle, Netter Cat. Make sure you understand and, and stay tuned. Black I Stand Radio will be revamping next year. LiberationMindedMedia.net will be getting a makeover. Make sure you check out all the different platforms and make sure you share some of this real shit. Anyway, I'm out. Peace.